It's like the mob media for one is the entire world populated. Like everybody's mm-hmm. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Fucking the UK is on Twitter. Like you know what I mean? Like unfortunately. With Caleb Salvatore. Well, they can't. They can't go to the comedy shows because there's a two drink minimum, and you can't mix the Percocet you've been stealing from work with with liquor. And Nick Kohler. There'd literally be people in the fucking 80s that didn't know that nothing in a girl would make her pregnant. No, no one's asked that question. What did those families do to provoke Alex Jones like that? You know what'll solve all of these these racial police protests? A Pepsi. What is up, friends? Welcome to Bread and Circuses. We're back. I'm Caleb Salvatore. And I'm Nicholas Kohler. I'm going to say that's your cue. <laughs> We're yes. here with David Terrell Green. He's a good friend of ours. From What's, the up? Scene. What's up? He really wanted to come on and outdo Justin Healy in terms of ridiculousness. So I, we're, I, I do, but like, I probably am not going to because right now I have water in my cup. So uh, that's not a good That's not a good, shoes to fill. You right? come that's not a, good, not a good start. So. I, what, what did he what did he kill half a bottle of by the time oh my he had god <laughs> no it was a full bottle of that fucking that red whiskey it's like some peach whiskey shit that we were having and i oh, i had had like a glass and he was on there just fucking lit off that shit man it was he's like i'm like are you okay to drive home and he goes probably not and i was like okay i'm gonna take you home <laughs> I, uh, frankly it was pretty awesome i went uh i hung out with these guys when they were drinking and uh him and Caleb had a fight in the ring. <laughs> it was a fun, it was a friendly fight. It, it was, wasn't like we were mad at each other. Yeah, they weren't mad at each other. It was like playful sparring, but it was still like really weird to watch it to yeah. begin with. Like there was like, a car horn honking at him and stuff. Like it was we blocked some lady in. <laughs> she couldn't get out because we were fighting behind her. Did this happen in a parking lot or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like um I think we were at a karaoke spot or whatever. Was, yeah. Or like it was a bar that just so happened to have karaoke. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, they were already drinking, but like the drinks continued to flow. Right. And uh, Caleb and Zach, Caleb did a stand up comedy set in the middle of a song. Yeah. Of karaoke. <laughs> it, it wasn't my worst set. It, that was that's it really wasn't because after he said the jokes there were people laughing so it's yeah. like all right so he's on to something people you know? laughed at me i yeah. i think that's a new strategy i'm just gonna go bomb at open mics but yeah exactly you just instead of open mics you just go to karaoke and just try out new material so. <laughs> you just ambush people exactly T- tim used to do that in denver tim Lockler was telling me about how him and a guy would go to like different bars like one time they just dro- dropped in at a chinese restaurant that they knew the owner of and they just started doing comedy to all these unsuspecting families and it, yeah that was that was how what, did that go not well but he's like it made you better if you man make them you laugh. know what doing comedy in restaurants is so stupid i hate it i did it like one time and uh they're like that's the problem because it's really awkward because people don't realize that there's like a comedy show going because yeah. no one tells them. So you got like, <laughs> you got like dudes like eating their food or whatever. They're just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the fuck is going like, how's on? How's it going tonight? What you eating? <laughs> they're just looking at you just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people don't do it. 
Hmm? Which restaurant did you do it at? Oh man, this was uh this was in Harlem. Oh, okay. uh, I forgot the name. I think it was called like Harlem Ten or something like that. Like uh yeah. Okay. And I bombed horribly. But here's the thing: the show actually ended up doing good. Now, when I say I bombed, like my like people were laughing at my material, but like my kind of like you know standards as far as like you know uh you know doing good and bombing like they're very very strict so mm-hmm. like in my opinion i didn't think i did that well i was heckled i was heckled in that that was the very first time i experienced like a heckler i, I got heckled by two people i got heckled by because you in harlem so there's a lot of hispanic folks yeah you know what i'm saying so it was a very black and hispanic like room uh i got his uh heckled by a hispanic man who just loves to heckle people because like he came up to me after he's like, yeah, man, I do that all the time. You know what I'm saying? I like the, I like the heckle the comedians. And stuff. I'm like, I'm like, Oh, that's nice. Why don't you be a comedian instead of being an instead asshole, of harassing you know people hmm? instead of harassing people? Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Cause he thinks that like he, cause he, apparently he does that all the time. Like he would do that all the time with like um, other comedians yeah. because he thought that that was his shtick. Like, Oh, that's nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like yeah heckling is my stick I, I don't actually go up and do comedic comedy because i'm a coward i don't know yeah and, um, people and don't the, go to see the comedians there they go to see that guy heckle exactly heckler, that's yeah. you know what if i paid three hundred dollars to go watch bill burr i'm actually trying there folks are here to see me yeah i'm yeah, paying right. money so they can see so me they can see me so they can see, yeah the, the drunk yeah, yeah. exactly Good Lord. the drunk jack off that wants to just heckle people yeah it's i but if y'all tell you what though, if you can shut a heckler down, you'll win the audience. Yeah. Like if yeah. you can, if you can shut a heckler down, I, I'd had Ali was just go. Ali will just get pissed at people. Like, Dude, Ali. It's not like Ali was. Man, I've seen Ali deal with hecklers, and it makes me kind of uncomfortable because yeah. I think like a fight's about to break yeah. out. Like fuck you, dude! Why aren't you coming up stage and say that? <laughs> <laughs> man, he does not play around. Yeah, Ali don't serious. give a fuck, man. <laughs> he gets very serious, and I'm just kind of. And then like the whole room gets quiet. Yeah, like... yeah. It's not it, him and Tony Geist are the same because Tony Geist will just shut the fuck up and like walk away. It's funny to watch, man. Because we had that one night at the back line. There was this dude. There was this homeless guy or something walked in, which is like a 24 pack of Bush Light. Were you there that night? I think I was the little black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was heckling Tony Geist, and he's like, "Tony Geist is like, shut the fuck up," and he just walks off stage. <laughs> that was when I went on. So he heckled me, and I was like, "Damn, you know, things really did go downhill for Kevin Hart when he got fired from the Oscars." <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know who I've seen That's deal funny. with with hecklers really, really funnily was Streeter Kelly. I don't yeah, know if he's been up guy. in yeah, I don't uh-uh. know if he's been up in Omaha at. lately. But yeah, there, there, there was uh, the show up at the back line this one time, and he was uh, there was these like drunk chicks out in the crowd, mm-hmm. and man, he I, and I think Streeter Kelly's gay too, isn't yeah, he? So he, he doesn't is. give a fuck when it comes to talking to chicks out yeah. there. So yeah, I he what he's been down in like Kansas City or something like that lately. I'm surprised he hasn't come back up to Omaha at all. He's but. he's been all over. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. He's like semi professional comedian. I don't know. I don't know if he. Does I remember it. that homeless dude, man. He was gone by the time I went up on yeah. stage, so I was like, man, because I, I had jokes for the him. Yeah. Because like, cause he, <laughs> he walked past me and Keonas, we walked past him, and he was just like, I hope you brothers tell the truth up there, and I was just like. <laughs> I was like, who is this dude? <laughs> I'm like, listen, uh, I hate to break it to you, man, but I'm I'm not Malcolm X over here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Speak the truth. Boy, apparently he was, dude. Like, exactly. Man, 
Yeah, and I guess like uh, he flipped off. He flipped off Kionas and uh, what's his Jeremy Plum. Yeah. And then he left. Yeah. <laughs> what I, did Jeremy Plum say that pissed him off? Nothing. I don't know. He was he, just I, crazy. I, I guess yeah. he just flipped Jeremy Plum. I, I, to be fair, I think a lot of people want to flip Jeremy Plum off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, like, um, no, he flipped him off and then he left uh, Chinese food sitting on uh, a chair. Yeah, I finished it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was about to say, like, don't finish that. I'm trying to get Hepsi the next day. <laughs> the homeless are getting more aggressive, I've noticed. Yeah. Like everywhere. Like when we I, I thought it was just like like a Vegas and like a big city type thing, but even here they're getting more aggressive. I was downtown the other day and there's this homeless guy with a shirt off just running around trying to fight people. Mm-hmm. And he's a big dude too. So he's yeah. like scared. I'm like, dude, like someone's gonna shoot you <laughs> so like, no, like run up on like you run up on the wrong dude and it's not gonna end well mm-hmm. they're they're like whole towns of them in denver like entire blocks it's fucking crazy they have tent cities like in the depression era it's crazy to see vegas homeless people are uh, very intense they are uh because because <laughs> like there's this homeless dude like um Man, like he was outside of a 7-Eleven and like I was pulling in to get like uh gas, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so he was he asked me, he's like, uh, yes, uh, can I get a dollar? And I said, No, nah, I don't got nothing on me, man. So I went inside and um I was getting ready to drive to California, you know what I'm saying? Because I was supposed to be meeting up some uh, with someone there. And so um I was just I was getting uh cash back for some things. And so unbeknownst to me, this homeless dude is like staring right through the door, <laughs> looking at me getting cash back. And so, like, I'm walking to my car, and he's like, "Yeah, man." So about that dollar, I'm just like, "Bro," like, <laughs> I was like, "Bro, this dude, this dude was for real, like, following me in my car." I was like, "Hey, bro," like, I mean, I respect the hustle, man, but like, damn. Did you I give him a dollar? What? Did you give him a dollar? No. Oh. <laughs> I felt like my parents. I'm like, I already said no. <laughs> the Vegas homeless—they are a different breed. You're yeah, right. Yeah, they are. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because, like, I don't know maybe like the heat or whatever. Or I know they got like a lot of drugs flowing through Vegas. I don't know like what it is that like, they just different. Have, have you been out to LA before David? You've seen the, how the homeless people act out there, man. Um, I haven't really like when I was in LA, I was kind of like chilling on like the nicer side of like, uh, oh, yeah. like the area. Like I didn't really like drive too much, you know, within like the, uh, I don't know, like the different areas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's I was, like, it's like LA. So everyone out there is like a good actor, man. They come up to you like, Hey, no, I know you think I'm just being a crazy homeless person, but I swear I'm not. My car's <laughs> broken down the street. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you're telling like, no, leave me alone, dude. And they're yeah. like, all right, fuck you then. And they just yeah. walk, like run off and stuff. <laughs> I had in Vegas, I had a homeless man come walking around the corner hand in his pants jerking himself off in the middle of the sidewalk drops his pants while he's jerking off and just starts pissing in the street while he's yelling conspiracies about the moon landing being a hoax it was the most peak homeless man thing he was just missing a bottle of whiskey it was the most peak homeless man thing i'd ever seen hey and you man that's pretty intense yeah (laughs) that's pretty intense i think the funniest homeless person i've ever seen was actually up in up in omaha uh down in south omaha when they were doing like that you know when they do those fair that fair and during the summertime down there Mm -hmm. there's this one homeless guy in a in a wheelchair just chilling like on the way to the fair 
like acting completely still. And then as soon as somebody would walk by him, he just got and like scream at him and start <laughs> laughing at him when they got freaked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to see like this grisly, like crusty looking old man laughing at people because he freaked them out as they're walking by him. There was another homeless guy um, in Vegas that we saw. He was like, he was screaming at someone about wanting to, how he's going to whoop his ass and all this shit. Yeah. And whenever the person would walk away, he'd just change his direction at another person, just keep carrying it on. Like he'd been talking to that person the whole time. Yeah. And just like, he was, he was ready to fight everyone. He switched to about seven or eight different people. He was ready. He was going to whoop their ass. Man. And then he was on the strip. Yeah. It was on the strip on Vegas Boulevard. Yeah. Yeah. That's, we didn't, we didn't really get off Vegas Boulevard. Do you guys feel like the homeless problem up there in Omaha has gotten worse over the, like since the pandemic and getting worse everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like, uh, yeah, I think it's been like that for like a lot of places because like there's a lot of people who, uh, you know, lose their jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, you know, when you, you know, you do that and then like, you know, they no longer, I don't know how to, where are you at? You at Texas? I'm in El Paso. Yeah. El Paso. Yeah. So like, I don't know how that it works as far as, um, as far as like the uh, unemployment there, as far as like, uh, like giving the money out and stuff. But like at a certain point, like, you know, you were no longer like eligible to get mm. unemployment, you know? So like during the, you know, pandemic, when it first got started, like, yeah, they were making sure that, you know, you got like, you know, your, uh, you know, weekly payments. And then at some point they're just like, yeah, so you need to provide proof that you're actually applying for jobs. At least yeah. I don't know. They did that with me. Cause I was laid off. So like, they're like, you need to, you know, provide proof. So you have to submit five applications a day not a day up uh, a, week. a week yeah yeah a week exactly so five applications per week as proof that you know that you're actually looking for something yeah and then it's just like you know it went from yeah so come this date yeah you're done <laughs> we're just we're gonna <laughs> Damn, stop man. exactly so it's just like and i'm way past that date now so i'm just like if if i don't have a job then it's just like oh yeah yeah <laughs> no luck there they they fucked a lot of people over with a lot of the stuff they did in the pandemic i mean it I mean, first off, the fucking acting like the $1,200 stimulus was this gift from God. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I had a fucking friend that moved up to, like, lives up uh, in Toronto Mm because, like, that's where his wife is from, man. Yeah. So he's got Canadian citizenship now. He was like, yeah, the whole pandemic, man, we're getting fucking, like, $1,000 every month, both of us, just because I think they uh, they owned a tourist, like, a gift shop up there in Toronto. So A $1,000 per month? Yeah, a $1,000 a month. Were they still working? That's tough. I don't know. I haven't talked to him in a couple months, but yeah as of as of when i talked to him like at that point like four or five months ago yeah they were like yeah we've been getting money like the entire year just because our business hasn't been running and stuff because of the mandates and everything so So i don't know if uh if any of you guys are like on tiktok but like so on and off there was this tiktok this dude he said um he was like you know what's uh what's one thing that you learned from the pandemic you know what i'm saying and i saw a bunch of like comments and stuff you know about stuff that they learned and I start thinking to myself, like, man, what did I learn from like the pandemic? And you know what I realized is like with pandemic, like celebrities are like so useless. Oh, they are. They're worse. <laughs> yeah, never realize, Hell yeah. <laughs> bro, you have to realize like how much like celebrities don't yeah. really matter to like right. our everyday life. Exactly. Like, it's just like I if that really started to click like as soon as the pandemic happened. Yeah. Cause like <laughs> like they I don't know if you guys remember, but they had this thing. 
where they had all the celebrities for some reason sing John Lennon's Imagine. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember that. that. Yes, yeah. that was terrible. Like that everybody, was to... literally everyone was roasting on them, dude. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> they're like that's supposed to make me feel better. Like, like I just freaking lost my job. Right. Bro. Yeah, that's like people are losing their homes. And my favorite though is like when you had them like on their Instagram accounts from their mansions. We're all in this together. Yeah. We're in this together, guys. No. We don't just stay inside. And then, like, they had the audacity. They like Netflix put out this, uh, this, uh, damn documentary or whatever it was called, like, uh, something 2020. It was about like how bad 2020 was. Yeah. And you had all these celebrities talking about, yeah, man, 2020 was so bad. The 2020 was the worst. And like, I looked up the celebrities of everybody that was on there. Yeah. And one of them was, uh, was Oprah. And I was just like, I was like, all right, cool, man. So tell us, Oprah, how bad 2020 was for you, Oprah? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have enough money to buy your own city yeah. so you can quarantine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, yes, please tell us, like, you know, you couldn't go to, to couldn't go to, well, I don't know, what's a really nice, fancy place, Hawaii? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For your uh, Illuminati uh, meeting? I had, to sell, I had to sell my sixth house in Aspen. Right. Like, yeah. It was, oh, it was a rough year. You know, those billionaires are like, yeah, man, Bohemian Grove just shut I, down I because uh, the pandemic media with no one to get sick. I haven't been able to drink any child blood. I don't know how I'm supposed to maintain this youthful skin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the supply of child blood has become a little hard. Exactly. It's dried up. It's, it's, it's gotten dried up. I Like, this is the worst year ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, that just really made me mad, man. I was just like, I don't know, man. It's like, all right, I had to fill out unemployment, Oprah. I know right. that you did not. <laughs> like, it's you. Pro she probably just never even heard of like unemployment. She's like, is what? Is, yeah. What, what is that? Yeah, no shit. I never it's, heard of it. It's kind of it's kind of cool right now. I don't know if Omaha's kind of the same way with like the labor market and everything, where it's mm -hmm. just like all the shitty jobs that nobody wants to do, like the retail jobs and stuff. Yeah. And, like are being forced to like have to pay more. Now, yeah, because nobody's yeah, that, doing that's it. Not, yeah. <laughs> everyone's just like dude i'm not doing that shit so like all these like retailers and stuff man i literally took a job during the pandemic because i was bored yeah like seriously like you know like because I, I was talking to my mother about it she was just like bro just she was like just let your unemployment come in you know what i'm saying just collect the checks and then like you know just relax you know what i'm saying and this was like only a month two months into the pandemic getting started so yeah. this was around like goodness uh like april like april or may and i was just like bro i just had it i'm like i have to get out of this freaking house i have to find something to do and i need to get out of this house and i was like a porter which like at the offit uh base you know in bellevue and basically what that is like you know with the offit building that's uh for people listening that's uh an it's air force base yeah. it's an air force base and so they provide housing you know for the people there and so for the tenants that move out it's our responsibility to go in you know, and uh, clean it up, you know what I'm saying, to make it look, you know, nice and neat for the next person that's moving in. I hated that job. <laughs> I really like did. And job. I got paid $9 an hour. Ugh. It was disgusting. I'd rather be on unemployment. Yeah. I did yeah. not care. I just wanted a reason to get up and go yeah. do, yeah, I just needed that, like, oh, I have to get up and go do this now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really just didn't care anymore. I was like, bro, this been, I, nah, I gotta go. So, when it first started, I was like, I wasn't one of those people that was all about the oh, stay home, save lives. I was I was hesitant about it. But I was like, you know, maybe I could use like a two week reset, you yeah. know, and stop because like I was doing three, four mic mics a week. I was doing at least one show a week. And I was like, you know, maybe I can maybe maybe I should just like I need a reset for two weeks. Mm -hmm. Like, let's let's see what happens. 
So I did, and then about ten days into it, I'm like, it's for the birds. <laughs> Man, like this, I'm I can't. You, bro, I would like, stir crazy. I'm like, I can't. I can't be in my house that long. I'm I have to you. go somewhere. Did you guys? Uh, do you do? Uh, do you do comedy stand up or not? I I did comedy up in Omaha before I moved back down here to El Paso. Uh, okay. My my kid got born actually the same weekend that the pandemic start, like the yeah. lockdown started and everything. Okay. So the comedy scene started back up here in El Paso, like maybe like four or five months ago. I actually did a, an open mic down the street like a couple months ago, but I, I've been doing school like in work and taking care okay. of the kids. So did you I'm ever? Kinda, what's no, that? No, no, go ahead, please. After you. I know. I was going to say I'm kind of like in the boat where Lavetti is right now because I know Lavetti is taking a break, but mm-hmm. like. No, he's I, not. He's back. <laughs> no, he's not. He yeah, he was night. taking a break. He, yeah, was, so. he had no choice to take a break. <laughs> yeah. He was, was going to die. Yeah, and he was yeah. going to die. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. so worried when he got sick. Man, you know what? I, I didn't even um I didn't even know that that it was that serious until i found out that he had diabetes yeah and so like you know mm-hmm. um so i mean i personally like messaged him that you know and kind of yeah. gave him some encouragement you know Same what I'm saying? and so yeah. um but i actually saw him a couple uh you know like a little bit after that you know what i'm saying he was back you know at work mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and so yeah. he, him and i we're supposed <laughs> to be going to topeka you know what i'm saying in october to do a show so yeah. he's He's far from done. He's already traveling, man. Damn. Yeah. Because originally man. he said that he was he was done for the year. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, he said he was done for the year. So um he, he was saying he could barely talk and shit. So that's crazy. Yeah. I know it's it affects everyone differently. But yeah, when yeah. I saw that when I saw that he had when he had it, I'm like, ooh, he's diabetic. Like, that's not good. He yeah. was like on oxygen, wasn't he? That's what he said on Facebook. Yeah. So, he, was, he was rough. Yeah, so tube and everything. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean he's back though. I mean he said he was done for the year, and then like out of nowhere he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna come back." And I'm like, Fuck "Okay," that. you know what I'm saying? Like, People you know, go stir crazy, man. They can't stay in the house for too long. Did you guys do that freaking uh, Zoom mic? I did no. it like twice, and I was like, I'd rather just not do it. Than yeah, do I was like, I, I, wa- I watched one just to like out of like curiosity to see how it was going. I was like, ah, this, you know, like stand up comedy is like live performance, man. It's yeah. like. You can't really get a good practice just doing it over the computer. Like that's what I'm saying. That man, I okay. I have gotten into so many debates with comedians who are remain nameless regarding this topic. And it's just like, and my whole defense is like, listen, when you it's called it's called stand-up comedy, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you stand up, you know what I'm saying, and you perform it. And like that's the thing, is like I can tell you one of my jokes right now, face to face, and it wouldn't hit the way that it would if I'm actually performing it yep. because you're actually like in a zone. And if you're just sitting here, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I, I don't know. I just don't, I, I just don't see how that would, how that would work. Yeah. You know I'm, I'm, I'm like, doing a, I'm doing a speech class right now in school. My professor tells me about how over the past year when they were doing classes at home, yeah. she's like, yeah, we're doing, you know, doing speech classes over the zoom. It's like, this just doesn't work. Like all the strategies and everything for it aren't the same <laughs> it's exactly. not nearly as difficult and i'm like exactly. yeah dude i'm thinking about and she's like a play like she's a actor so she does like play stuff and i'm mm-hmm. like yeah man it's like the same like i couldn't imagine you know you're doing stand-up comedy and everything because like doing doing um i'm in that class with a bunch of college kids and yeah mm-hmm. like you can tell the kids on there get like stage right 
from yeah. it. And I, I fucking don't. And I'm like, dude, I've done stand up comedy, dude. It was yeah. shit in front of all these college kids, fucking nothing. So. I should do that. I should go take like a night college speech class just to fucking go <laughs> dude, kick its ass. You guys, if you guys did it, yeah, you guys will find like it fucking easy, man. I'm sure. And, like, I, so I did, I took one when I was in community college, like years and years ago. And uh, I remember the speaking was never the issue for me. The issue was like keeping it in a time frame. Okay. That was because mm-hmm. you had like, it's like the speech has to be five minutes. And if it's like, you get like a five second buffer. And if it's five seconds, you drop a whole letter grade after, after you go five seconds over. Damn, so that's was, a lot, man. That's, I know it was straight. That's, that's, that's doing a little. That was it. Metro. So like that Sheesh, wasn't even. <laughs> I I Calm do down. my I memorize my speeches like I memorize my comedy bits where I don't try to memorize it word for word. You just kind yeah. of try to memorize like the main points of Drew's of it and everything. Yeah. And then, but I yeah, honestly, like giving the speech in like a college speech class is is easier because like you know, and when you're doing the comedy, you got the fucking spotlight on you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, I the spotlight makes it like hard because you can't see the crowd. So can't see like, the audience. I, yeah. I mean, that don't really matter to me if I can't see them. I can just hear them. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and then like they're like, um, I know the way that they do it at the back line. Like that spotlight is like on you, like top heavy. So like yeah. if I can, if I can just see like one person, that's the person that I'm just gonna like just mess with with the for the rest of the set. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because you're the only person I can see. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah, like, yeah. so I'm sorry, but you're you're gonna have to deal with these jokes. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so like, it's just kind of like, I don't know. That's how I kind of do. It, it. it gives those people though that deer in the headlight feeling. So yeah, like you yeah. I remember the first time I got on a stage and I was like, holy shit, why is it so bright? Like, yeah. What the hell is this all about? But but yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I think Zoom comedy is a waste of time. It's so but, bro, it's stupid yeah. because like, are you supposed to mute your mic? You know what I'm saying? It's right. like, how does that yeah, work? Yeah, for real, right? <laughs> yeah, because like, okay, like, that's the whole thing about like doing an open mic is just like when you do it, you're supposed to hear people laughing so that you know, oh, this joke works. But if this mic is muted, yeah, am, am I supposed to just look at everybody's smiles like this? Like, no, bro, that's, it's yeah. so, I don't know. Well, I, I remember I did the first one. And we all got like five minutes. And I just remember thinking this, I was seriously two minutes into my set. I think I even said it. I was like, you know, this is a waste of fucking time. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I'm done. That's my time. I'm done. Like, this is dumb. You, you miss out like, on too many things. Like you miss yeah. out with like crowd interaction. You miss out with like yeah. the physicality of holding the mic. Yeah. The like, crowd work, man. Like yeah. there's so much that goes into it. I mean, listen, I appreciate I appreciate the uh, the willingness to try. I appreciate that yeah, you made an sure. effort. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you made an effort to do something that you know typically would not be done. That that's commendable. But outside of that, bro, this is stupid, bro. The waste of fucking time. <laughs> like, nah, yeah. bro. I'll just sit up here. I'll just wait. I did. I'll just wait. I did two shows because I had agreed to do them prior to COVID, sure. and they went virtual and i'm like i'm not going to be the guy that backs out of an agreement i'm going to do sure, what sure. i signed up to do but it, it, it's just even then it's just like it, it yeah it, it, you're training yourself not to expect the audience to laugh mm-hmm. and it, it's just really weird and i, I just didn't like it at all it, does it feel like the businesses or anything up there might uh or even omaha rather might uh go back into fucking no no more strict here. mode not no. with the delta no, thing going on that's no. that's kind of how it's looking over here i highly doubt that's going to happen they are not trying to go back they no, they they, they trying to make their money back yeah bro. they can't afford it yeah. they're really trying to make their money back because if they and i think a lot of businesses are like that because if they close 
they they would rather they rather go back to the mask mandate before they close yeah. everything else. Yeah. Because like if they close, like that's really gonna mess with like a lot of like the money and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's kind they, of what a lot of places have done here. They've just gone back to the masks. Some of them have yeah. done the masks, but really it hasn't changed that much. I think it's kind of like where because Delta, it, I think it peaked like a week ago and like yeah. the hype about it peaked like a month ago. I'm not, so there was all this hype about it. I didn't see shit about it, man. I was like, bro, oh. I'm not even going to lie. I didn't even know that Delta was like I don't COVID know. part yeah. two yeah. Yeah. until like I looked at the news because I don't watch the news. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, but. I work overnights and so they have like a huge uh, television screen in the back room where you go get coffee. Yeah. So I went to go get some coffee and then I see them talking about Del- Delta and then COVID and I was like, oh, it's COVID. I thought that folks were like pissed off at like the airlines over something. <laughs> like, cause I saw it trending on Twitter. I was like, Delta. I'm like, I don't fly Delta. So yeah, it's like, yeah, like, no, nobody, nobody. another Japanese guy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a dude screaming racial slurs. And a Burger King hat. Yeah. <laughs> and they, just, they decided to just go drag them off. You know what I'm saying? But that's been, what I thought it was. I was like, all right, whatever. I don't give a crap. And then, like, then I realized, I'm like, oh, it's like the sequel to COVID. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like Fast and Furious. They just go be cranking out another one. <laughs> right? Just, well, I... It's like every now, every week you'll see like an article. They're like the next variant that could be the super variant. I'm like, <laughs> fuck off. Variant. Yeah, yeah. It's always something. I'm like, yeah, the poo poo pee pee variant's to gonna folks, kill bro. us all. They just trying to scare. That's all it is. Point. I'm That's like, what dude, it feels like, man. I mean, technically, the the flu could morph into something that's killing people at like a forty percent clip. Real. There's no others. Eventually, we just got to get on with our lives. Like I, you know, I get that they're worried about the hospitals filling up and everything, but I'm like around here, man. Like they're not full. Uh, yeah, and no. like our our vaccine rates are really high too. So I'm like, what are they even worried about here, man? We've like almost hit that like fucking golden herd immunity rate. Right. Yeah. Talking well, about. and like, then when I hear the hospitals give me this, read the riot act and this poor me routine about oh we we don't have enough space. We're blah. blah. I'm like, I pay $800 for an ibuprofen when I go to the hospital. <laughs> the fact that you couldn't build more beds and more space for the ICU is your fault. I don't feel bad for you. I'd be curious because I haven't gone to a hospital for anything in kind of a long time. So I'd be curious, like, to talk to, like, Lavetti, man, and hear him say, like, say how fucking full the hospital was I was when he went there, man. I was in an ER when I got in an accident. There was nobody else there. It was just yeah. us. It was fucking empty. It was like... It's not that bad. I don't. I don't think it's. You know. I. I just. I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. But it. Yeah. That was. That was back in March. So it's not as bad as it is now. We haven't. Fortunately, haven't had to go to the hospital since then. So. Yeah, me and Kayla, we've been on our COVID is not real. Uh, tour. COVID is fake tour. Yeah. COVID is fake it's, tour. It's, <laughs> it's I. I've gone. Yeah, dude. I've been in so many. <laughs> like places with thousands of people there were sixteen thousand people at machine gun kelly there were eighty thousand people at the nebraska game i mean i was at a wedding last night you know it was i like, don't i don't really wear my mask around campus too either, much yeah. even, my fucking Nobody boss at them. my boss at work super anal about it so like mm-hmm. i'll usually just like if when she walks by i'm like oh yeah yeah oh, oh, yeah and then she walks by i'm like it depends because like i'll wear my it depends on like how deep it is like i'll wear my mask depending on like how like if it's like really really deep right. like if it's like just a couple of people i'm like all right whatever i'm not wearing this but yeah. like if it's like packed packed like i'm like nah I'll, I'll probably put this on you know what i'm saying i forgot i was with zach somewhere 
And I was like, bro, I, I don't, I don't know where my mask is. Like, he's like, don't be that guy. I'm like, what you mean, don't be that guy? I'm like, look, there's a bunch of people in here. Like, I'm, I don't know. Hey. That's, I'm more worried about being that guy with like everybody else wearing their mask, and then like, yeah, I mean, if I wear there, a like, mask, normal. like, I don't give, like, why is me wearing a mask bothering everyone else from having a good time? No, like, we yeah. still don't have a good time. I'm more, I'm more worried about getting like the stank eye from everybody or somebody being like, oh, put on your mask, you fuck, or something. Exactly. Like, I'm like, I'm just chilling, man. Leave me alone. I don't, like, <laughs> I don't have. I'm. I'm not a fan of the masks, but I'm also. I don't care if someone else is going to wear one. Now, if I see you in your car by yourself with the mask on, I'm hey point and laugh at you. If I see you out walking your dog outside with by the yourself, mask on, that make no sense. With the yeah. dog with the mask on. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the dog has a, Who was know. that? I think it was Joe Biden's ass. That was just like, so. People are now going to be allowed to walk outside with their mask. I'm like, I was I've, walking outside. I've been doing that this <laughs> I was doing that. As, mask. I was doing <laughs> that as soon as all of this started. Like, no like, one. Who who wears their mask to go outside? That's so stupid. Like it yeah. could be in the air. Like, bro, if I get COVID from standing outside, I deserve to get it. Was it was supposed to happen. Right? It was supposed it was to supposed happen. To, it was supposed to happen. It's in the cosmos. I'm going to get this and die. Yeah, it's, for real. They say it doesn't. They say like. Lollapalooza, only like 200 people got it. That's not so, sick. They say like sunlight like 15,000. Yeah, because you're outside the sunlight and it doesn't like stay under a roof, you know? So like 15,000 people, only 200 people got COVID. That's not bad at all. That's really know? not bad. I mean, obviously people are like, well, we want zero people, but it's just like, that's the thing, man. It's like, yeah, I, I'm you kind could go of, to a, you could go to a place like that and motherfuckers could get the flu, you know? Yeah. What I, mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, you could go in. Yeah. You could go any place and you get sick with something. That's the thing. Like I've accepted. I'm like, all right, man, this COVID stuff probably not going to go away for nope. a while. It's like, you know, mm. it, it, probably not until like I, I said 2023, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But like, who knows? Yeah. So my whole thing is like, okay, us knowing that is just like, all right, well, we're just going to have to kind of just deal with this. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and if I get it, at some point doing something yeah. somewhere i'm just like okay yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> this is what it is i you know what i'm saying but that that's where i'm at I, we all we're all gonna get it eventually except me i'm never gonna get it <laughs> except, Caleb, Caleb. except me because i just men. commit convince myself it's not real i will not get it and they came out there like it's a mental thing bro <laughs> they came out like, tom brady had covid during the super bowl and didn't tell anyone <laughs> something like that <laughs> well, they're gonna try to get him suspended for yeah, like, what, like they... four games or whatever <laughs> his parents had it too and he's like <laughs> That's gonna no wonder, be like the no new deflate game. The ball all the time. <laughs> COVID <laughs> game. Tom is kind of tired. He kept. That's why they kept running the ball all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking hilarious, though. I, like, I know it's not funny because it's actually putting people in danger. But I do, I, I do chuckle when I see people that truly don't care, like Brendan Schaub, the comedian. He got it, and he's like, "All right, I don't have any symptoms." And like the next day, it was like a selfie of him at the beach. <laughs> that is so bad. I had a friend who I won't, I won't name, um, for lots of reasons, that got COVID, and like four days later, sends me a Snapchat on a plane to Florida. <laughs> I was like, "Don't you have COVID?" And this individual goes, "Yeah, it's a fucking cold. I'm fine now." <laughs> oh, dude what i'm saying when i got it like i i did everything that you're supposed to do man like i went and got the tests and everything yeah. for it mm -hmm. but my fucking state government wouldn't give me my test back for like a month yeah and then they like they they tried calling me once to be like 
do the contact trace thing. Yeah. And then I missed the call because I was like taking care of my kid. Yeah. So I tried calling them back and like, I guess they were too busy calling other people. So like, I didn't get a call back from them for like three weeks. Yeah. So like I had COVID for like two weeks and I'm like, I, but I didn't know if I had COVID. Yeah. And so I was just like, bro, am I like, should I have people over? Like, should I quarantine? Like, I don't know what the fuck to do right now. Like just keep going out. Yeah. Don't, don't listen. Just hey man, you only live once. Pay a visit yeah. to the old folks home. Visit your grandma. Right? Exactly. That's, that's so yeah, right. I kept, I kept doing DoorDash and you know, yeah. as I was eating this, as I was eating these people's fucking food in the car on I the mean, way. I mean, everybody there. does. Like, man, I took a sip off their drink. Yeah, yeah, man. You know what? I mean, I used to work uh, Postmates. You know, this was before COVID, but you know, you get pick up like uh, you know, some food, and they get like an extra large fry. You just take one fry out, and just eat it. Yeah. I've read it's like 40% will admit to do, and that's just the ones that admit to do. Oh, yeah, I, kind of, I was like totally scummy with that shit, man. Sometimes I forget to like give these like clearly like 14 year olds ordering food. I like forget to give them their drink. And I'd be like, this person's 14. They're not going to put in a complaint. So I just drink their drink because I was leaving. <laughs> That was by yeah. accident, but I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna fucking waste this iced tea, dude. I'm gonna drink it. Like, <laughs> you heard the See, I, n- I never had like their drink. I never took a drink out of the drink. Yeah, I, that's I would, too far. I would take like just one fry. Just like, oh, these are pretty. No, good. me was like, I get this. Me was like, I, you know, I had their drink in my cup holder, and I went yeah. and gave them a, like their fucking food, and then like yeah. drove off, and I was like, oh shit, I forgot to give them their drink. Right. And, like, <laughs> Like, like, I don't oh, know where the fuck their house is, dude. Like, what exactly. am I going to do? <laughs> dude, we got, so we took an Uber to the wedding reception for my friend last night. And the Uber driver, like, he comes to get us. And we see he's got one of those, like, shitty old BMWs. And you can tell they drive like maniacs in those because that's the only reason people buy those kind of cars. <laughs> he goes gunning it down the parking lot. And Mia just goes, oh, God, she goes, tell me this isn't him. I'm like, yep, that's him. So we got in the car and this dude's just fucking flying out of the parking lot. Shit, there went my mic stand. This dude's just flying out of the fucking parking lot. Like, I'm, I was concerned we were going to die just leaving the parking lot. And uh, we got on the interstate. And he started racing a car. Oh, he started racing the car next to us on the interstate. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, don't worry, guys. I got this. It's like, he gave me the eyes, man. I couldn't, I couldn't back down. <laughs> he said, I couldn't back down. Like, yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Please back down. Yeah. Yeah. With, with me in the car. Yeah, please. You can do You can do whatever you want on your own time, man. I don't <laughs> do care. You, do you need a sec for that mic stand? No, nope, you're good. We'll keep talking. I'll hey, figure man, it out. He's, he's an improv legend. Man. That's right. He knows how to, you know. <laughs> That mic no, looks if like I somebody was, fucking chin checked it. If I was like, doing, if I was, if I was doing improv, I'd be thinking of what to say right now, right? It'd be a long, awkward pause. But yeah, no, like you know how many times I, I text and drive, I'll be fine. I'll figure it out. We'll just roll with it. <laughs> Texting and driving. Texting and driving. <laughs> I do that too, man. I've I actually have mastered the art of texting and driving. People are just like, really that's is. horrible. But I'm like, listen, man, all you gotta do, you just get to the red light. As soon as you get to that red light, you just kind of look at it. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of kind of keep you at one. You, and then as soon as you hits green, okay, cool. We back to it. You know what I'm saying? That's Dude, not I, I see people's texting and driving so often down here in El Paso that I'm just like, oh, whatever, man. Like, Well, <laughs> texting and driving, he's right. There's an art to it because you see like these old people that their brains can't process quickly enough that try to text and drive. And they're, they're the ones that they look down they, at their phone and they don't look up and they yeah. like drive up on the median and shit. Mm-hmm. 
like there is an art you know you one hand you use that fucking the thing on your, your keyboard where you can swipe around and it'll type words mm-hmm. out you glance down every couple seconds yeah at the red light there's an art to safely texting and driving there's you know it's <laughs> that's the problem it ain't, like, it ain't right but you know there's probably wasted do it right others. yeah <laughs> I, probably, I probably shouldn't say this but like but all the people that have gotten hurt because of that who like who have been texting and driving and they got hurt because yeah. of it it's because that they just be like down here like this. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. They're like no hands on the wheel. No, no eyes hands on the, on the wheel. Yeah. Just they the, just trying they, to send a picture of their dick to somebody. Like, I remember they used to make us watch like this British PSA in, in high school about texting and driving. And it was just like the absolute worst. Like this girl's texting and driving in a car with like four of her friends. And they get hit by a semi truck, and the car explodes. No wonder the one... they did. They were driving on the wrong side of the street because it was from England. That's so. right. Yeah, they're <laughs> on the wrong side of the road. And like, of course, she's the only one that lives, and she has to watch like all them pull like all of her friends' charred remains from the car. And like, and usually, it's you. 99.99% of the accidents from texting and driving I'd be willing to wager are like rear-ending somebody. I'm not yeah. saying that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. That, I think that would be very rare if you were to actually like get hit by a, like a freaking semi. Yeah. And plus, it's just like I, I know like with semis, it's harder for them to stop though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I guess that's a little bit different because I was about to say like, well, wouldn't the semi be able to stop? But like, you can't really like stop. Like, no, you can't stop a semi. Yeah, not on a dime like Never that. Mind. There's a well. I mean, like when when me and Ali got hit, like it's yeah. crazy how quick shit happens and you just can't react fast enough. Mm-hmm. Like I, when we got hit, I wasn't on my phone. We were on a, I was eyes on the road in the car in front of me and we were on a fucking one lane each way highway. Yeah. And next thing you know, this truck's just slamming into us. Like it was just like that. There's yeah. nothing you can do about it. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, I feel bad for Ali for having to wait. The first thing he, he was asleep and he just woke up to me going, Oh fuck. And then the next thing you know, we're in a ditch. <laughs> that, that was, that was, I would hate to be that, that. I would hate for that to be the first thing I hear when I wake up. Yeah. Especially if you're having like a nice dream, you know, exactly. Yeah. You dream about like, you know, like something just really nice in the next you know, like a sex dream. Or then, right, oh, exactly. fuck. You, turn, you turn around some, yeah, some sexy chick on there and she like lifts up her shirt and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, it's headlights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's it, it's crazy. You really, there's not much. Like, if you're gonna get hit, you're yeah. gonna get hit. There's things you can do to make sure you don't get hit as bad. Yeah. And there's things you can do. Like the natural reaction. I I did the opposite. I tried to get out of the way. I tried to drive into the ditch to get away from the guy. Uh, they say normally what people do, will do is they'll turn the passenger side of the car toward the vehicle that's coming. And if I would have done that, we would have been hit head on. We probably would have been a lot worse. Yeah. But thankfully i i did what most other people don't do i don't know so i mean i it, it, it was so crazy because like it slows down so like in my head i was yeah, like yeah, like time really slows down truly yeah, yeah, just, truly like, in those just moments like, just looking around and that's really funny about that that little like psa that you saw yeah how she was the only one who survived yeah because i mean if i was the only one who survived in a car crash like that blew up with like yeah. four of my other friends yeah i'd be sad but at the same time i'm like I was put here for a reason. <laughs> I am unkillable. Yeah, I cannot die. You know what I'm saying? You start looking at your hands. You know, like it's like um, 
in a superhero movie when they realize they get their superpowers and they just look at their hands and just like, <laughs> yeah. what am I, Dad? It was <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, son, it's about time I told you where you're from. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's so fucking because like it does it does slow down. Like I was like, because in my head I wasn't trying to like shield the blow. I was like, hey. I'm me. I get out of shit like this all the time. Sure. I'm just going to maneuver my way around this car. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that was not in the cards that day. So, but it got me out of a really bad loan. So everything happens for a reason, right? Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> that I was trapped in, but yeah, it was, Oh, we had a show that next day. We did. I, I almost, we, I was never going to cancel it. Like, it, cause people were like, do you still want to do the show? I'm like, yeah, I'm getting paid. Of yeah. course I'm going to still do it. Yeah. We did have a show. We had a sh- man. I think Ali was just like, he was zero energy that day. Same was same with me, man. You, like you, it was, it was well, like, cause the crash happened at like what? One in the morning like or one something in the like morning. that. Yeah. And yeah, plus yeah. you have to think about like how tired you are. You got to go back home. You got to well, get that situated. You got to, you know, like, Coming back from the ER, I mean, the ER is a five-hour process. You don't just get in and out. You know, they had to run a bunch of tests. We didn't leave the ER until 6 o'clock in the morning. So, like... It's we, so hard to sleep in an ER too. Like they like make everything uncomfortable. They make the chairs yeah. too small, like mm-hmm. slightly there on purpose. Like the bed in there in the room is too mm-hmm. small to sleep on. Like, yeah, well that um, that was because Mia was there and she had actually stayed back at the Airbnb because she wasn't feeling good. So thank God she wasn't in the car when that happened. But she, I remember, she came and met with us. Her and Scott came because Scott was actually going home, and I called him, and Scott came and met us at the ER. And uh, I remember I had to go in there to get my arm x-rayed because they wanted to see how bad it was fractured. And the lady's like, the, the technician or whatever, she's like, do you feel like they're going through like the normal questions asking you got the flu or COVID or anything? And she's like, do you feel like you're in danger at home? And I was like, can you ask me that again with her out of the room? <laughs> and like, and everyone gave me like a look like this is not a time to be joking. I'm like, what else am I going to fucking do? But yeah, no, dude, it was we had a hotel rented because we were originally going to stay in, in Sioux City that night. And we went and slept at the hotel for like three or four hours and just did the show. I, I did it on three hours of sleep. And you because it was you and Xavier and then us two. Yeah. And then you could tell who had been hit by a truck the yeah, night yeah, before yeah. and yeah. who hadn't. <laughs> it was like it was very business like. And so. I haven't. We haven't. Man, they they there. they told they were telling jokes like they were for real, like presenting a PowerPoint. <laughs> it was. Just like, so this is this. This yep. is this. This is this. All right, coming up next is uh, <laughs> truly <laughs> up there. Like, good morning, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to my presentation, my stand-up comedy bit today. Truly, that's <laughs> what it felt like. It, I was like, I know I felt this before. This feels like high school. <laughs> I think I'm doing like a PowerPoint here. That was like, a good show, though. I'm not gonna lie. It was a good crowd. It was. It was, it was a great it was sold crowd. out. Sold like, out. It was, great yeah. show. You know what I'm saying? And everybody yeah. got paid, and yeah. But we we wound up. We're like, fuck this. We're going home tonight. I don't want to. I don't want to stay in this godforsaken state any any longer than I have to. Uh, but I, dude, I still have to drive. Like when I'll drive down like those old country roads and shit with just two lanes of traffic. Like I white knuckle the shit out of that steering wheel. I probably go ten miles slower than I need to be. And like, it's it's definitely fun. Like had some, ever, some effect. Do you ever heartbeat ever start beating like faster when you see like a car like approaching up you like behind yeah. you faster? Yeah, especially like a semi truck. Yeah, Anything coming the other way. Yeah, it starts to it, it definitely there's there's a PTSD effect for sure. Yeah, that I, I think I have, but well, I know I have. I see a shrink for it now. <laughs> but, but yeah, 
they, they you know they did what western medicine does they put me on drugs for it so <laughs> <laughs> they put you on drugs and charge you four grand for it no dude i, I only pay five bucks for my drugs oh, yeah, five go. bucks a month so i'm like you know what that's fine that's soapy do you actually like take them yeah, I take. I have never took any of the uh, drugs that I've been prescribed. Really? No, I'm just like <laughs> I look at. I'm just like I'm not taking that. <laughs> I probably, I probably should, but it's just like I was like, nah, I'm, I'm fine. So, I they started me out on like a really light dose, and then they doubled it like the next month. And I was so what happened was, I started taking the light dose, and then I forgot to refill it, mm-hmm. and then so I was off my meds for two weeks. And I got as soon as I got back on him, I doubled the dosage I was initially taking. Mm-hmm. So I was like a zombie for like a month. Gotcha. And it, like I was really fucked up by him. And like I was like, I'm getting off this shit. I just like I don't feel like passionate about anything in life. Like everything is just the motions. Like I'm I wasn't depressed. I wasn't sad. Mm-hmm. I just was uninspired to do anything. Yeah, you know what? That was the thing. Cause like when like folks like well, my doctor, he like he prescribed me to like antidepressants. I said, I have a mm. feeling this is going to go horribly wrong. They usually do. Yeah, because yeah. this is like, because if I take this, I'm not going to feel like doing anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to want to like, act, you know, and come on, man. All comedians are depressed. I'm yeah. <laughs> no, but like, I was like, nah, man, I can't, I can't like, nah, I don't want to like mess with like the creativity. So I still have them just like sitting on my, uh, my counter to this day because I'm just like, well, I don't want to like flush them out because that's just rude. Yeah. <laughs> so i'll just it's, let them collect dust it's so crazy how easy it is to get those two man all, yeah. all the like the doctors are really like man you sure you don't want any depressants? you, just, like, you gotta go in and just be like you seriously you just gotta go in and go i'm sad and they'll, they'll put you on fucking meth now basically yeah. <laughs> like it's and then ridiculous. any question that they ask just like give like the worst answer like, yeah you know i'm like on a scale of one to ten ten yeah <laughs> well just ten for all of it they they asked me they're like do you hear voices i'm like no like what the fuck does that no i don't hear voices because they wanted to see if i was schizo so yeah okay you know what's creepy though is there like there are some people that are born schizophrenic and then there are some people that just become schizophrenic for no apparent reason like fucking just one day voices show up and they're never the same and they like, don't understand shit about it either no dude. rhyme like, or reason but like the medicine kind of helps but it really doesn't and, and well, what i've what i've heard from people that are that are schizophrenic is they, the medicine they give them makes them sleep all the time so yeah they basically are only they're like koala bears like they're only up for like yeah. a really small percentage of the day and it's like sure. you're just living the rest of your life just fucking sleeping like yeah you know 18 hours a day or some shit like that mm-hmm. man epilepsy is the same way it can like dormant for 40 years and you can just have a seizure one day That's and be crazy. fucked up for the rest of your life by it like there's because mia didn't start having them until high school like okay. it, yeah it was I, and like if it's someone's first seizure like you know the first thing people think is like brain tumors and shit like that yeah, yeah. but it's it's usually not it's those are extremely rare I'm do you not... get like dirty looks when you make jokes about uh from <laughs> about her Mia's, uh epilepsy from her no, not from her, just from like other people in general. Oh, I got booed for doing it once. I got booed in. We're at T's. Yep. <laughs> by another comic who's going to remain nameless because I think that's the most. I, I'm going to be the bigger person here okay. because there are a lot, like, man, there are a lot of comics that I see 
that I don't like. I'd never boo one of them. There's sure. nothing any of them could make me or could say to make me want to. I just think that's disrespectful. Sure. Like, you know that this person's getting up there and putting in the work to do. Like, you know how hard it is. Mm -hmm. So you should at the very least be able to respect that they're willing to get up there and do it. Sure. So like to you don't have to like it. You don't have to laugh. You can walk out the fucking room. But I just I think to boo someone is like, seriously, like, come on. Do like, Do I know this person? Um, I'll pull a picture up on Facebook. Okay. And show you. <laughs> Tell me. I'm pretty sure I know this person. I'm sure you do too. I'm pretty sure I do know this person. It's so funny when somebody would do something like that too. It's not like it's not like there's people out there that uh, have been deeply affected by the systemic oppression of epileptic people. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, like <laughs> I, dude, that was such a disaster. I should have. That was the night that we got hit by a car. I should have known. But that that fucking disastrous set was going to lead. There was no way that night ended any other way than nearly dying in a, in a car accident. Like I should have known I would dude. as soon as I walked in the fucking room, I look around and Jacob Wilson was the opener that night. And he's like, oh, Caleb, you're going to have a rough time tonight. <laughs> Three fourths of the audience is college aged white women. Yep. And I had I had accepted yep. my fate at that point. Yep. I'm like, I know, I know exactly where this is going. Well, go. I noticed that like what Tihi's like, and I like to going to Tihi's. Yeah. Well, it depends on like what type of show you're having. Yeah. Because like there's different type of energies for different type of shows. So it's yeah. just like, it just kind of depends on what it, what would you get? Were you it doing the Kareem, Kareem in your yeah. face? Okay. That's very interesting because like when I did it, like the energy, it was a really fun and that's very interesting. There was one point in the night where I had every man laughing and not a single woman laughing. And that I, works too. I accepted hey, that. that's I okay. Like, I'll take it. That man. is okay. Yeah. That is a okay. <laughs> they probably were like, you know, mad at their boyfriend. Don't laugh at that. Don't you dare laugh at that. <laughs> I had one girl come up to me afterwards and she's like, people were too hard on you. They need to learn to take a fucking joke. And I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that. But, you know, I, I knew what was going to happen as soon as I walked in here. Like, I knew. Do people I, feel good about themselves when they get mad at fucking comedians they man. feel so, superior like <laughs> yeah, I, dude. I i showed that and you know what man i saw the audience and i didn't even really do like my offensive shit i reined it in and i was still too much <laughs> so like i've heard you say i've heard caleb say some pretty off the wall things before, terrible and i'm thing. just like I was like, he, 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 he. you know what I'm saying? But like, like, you should, dude, there's some stuff that I'll never say on stage. Like, you should, it, it, there's what I call inside thoughts. The inside thoughts oh, never Lord. makes it. Like, I'll write it down because I think it's funny and I have OCD and I need to write that stuff down, mm -hmm. but it'll never see a stage. Like, man, never, I used to work like, construction, man. I, I, I've heard some. I've heard some pretty bad things and folks just be cracking up at it. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Those are, those are the kind of jokes that you tell when like somebody comes up to you and be like, Oh, you're a comedian. Hey, tell me a joke. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> I got you, man. Make well, me you. laugh. That's what I always do. If somebody comes go. up and tells me, it's like, hey, okay, you're a comedian. Tell me a joke. I tell them like the most fucked up joke I can think of. Like, <laughs> first man. one that comes to mind. <laughs> I, uh, I remember, um, we can can we swear on the show? Oh, all the fucking okay. time. Okay, yeah. okay, sweet. All right, so <laughs> I was I was on a I was on an airplane, and uh, I was going first and foremost. Um, I don't know what it is about like riding airplanes, and when you put on your headphones, like people just feel the the need to talk to you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, but when you take them off, nobody says nothing to you. <laughs> yep. It's because like, they're gonna meet their soulmate on man, the yeah, yeah, probably like they, they yeah, yeah. They watch too many romantic comedies and think this is how. <laughs> so like I was. What was I? I was on my way to my uh to my auntie's funeral, right? 
I was very close to my auntie, at the, uh, by the way. So I was not in the mood for talking. Like I was like, I was a mess. So I'm on this airplane. I was in Vegas at the time. So Vegas to Chicago. So like, I was like, not in the mood to talk. And this dude next to me, for some reason, just wanted to talk. And I was like, all right, whatever. So then he asked me what I did. I mentioned, oh, well, I do stand up. And he's like, oh, you stand up. Oh, okay. So I have this joke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And he was like, they're going to make it famous. Yeah, he like, like, yeah, he like, he's pitching me this joke. He's like, oh, yeah, you could use this if you want. I love it. I was like, oh, my God. I, my, friend, my friends will text me. And God bless them. It's nothing personal. I think yeah. it's funny because my friends will text me. Like, my non-comedian friends will text me shit, and they'll say stuff to me, like, in person. They'll be like, you can use that if you want. I'm like, nah, I can't, man. Bro, nah. this joke was so bad. Like, it was, like, because it was me. I was in the, I frick, I, I think I was in the middle, unfortunately. And um, I think I, I was I forgot what seat I was, but it was him. It was a guy and this girl. They don't know each other, but they were talking to me about this joke. And he's, she's telling us this joke. And at one point in the joke, uh, the word cunt is used. Right. Mm -hmm. And he and, and like that's the punchline. So he says that punchline. I don't laugh because I'm annoyed. And that yeah. girl obviously doesn't laugh because the word cunt was used. Right. And then it's just quite just like. We, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm still working on it. Yeah, you can use it if you want to. I was just like, I'm not using that joke, bro. Like, no, first off, it's not even funny to begin with. Right. And second, like, I know my the face. Punch, the punchline is I just say cunt. That's I just it. say That's cunt. That's the punchline. That's, right. <laughs> you say that, bro. Like, you say something like that at, like, Teehees, bro. You're going to get yourself ran out of that room, bro. They, <laughs> they will throw a fit. I so I was actually the one. So the next month after the Teehees mm -hmm. fiasco, um, he had Bill Queen and Rome Daly slated, and Sid had uh, I shouldn't have name dropped or whatever. The owner had Believe come his up. Name. <laughs> That's whatever. He came up to him and said, "Hey man, like you can't have people like that back here. Like people like Caleb back here. It's he's like this is a cancel culture type audience, and we'll we'll go out of business if we keep booking people like him. So obviously they had to cancel Bill in Rome. Rome will burn a venue down. Like he won't even tell jokes. He'll just go up and insult the venue." And the, and the staff and the people in the audience. And they won't, there's a spot in Nebraska City that no longer does comedy because of Rome Daily. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Was they, they were that bad? It was that bad. Oh my God. <laughs> it's entertainment to him. To well, what, what did they do? What did they do that was so like, was he, it just a bad, pissy establishment or just like? I, it was that and it was some like government building. So it was like some fundraiser and Rome just went up and just insulted everyone, he insulted the owners, he insulted the city, he just everybody. People, and, people that aren't comedians really don't get that comedians have like this sense of humor that's on like the fourth level of yeah. like humor. Yeah. So like we're like, we're like fucking laughing at shit that's like funny because this is funny because the whole thing is funny. It's like, dude, yeah. why do you think that shit's funny? It's like, I don't know, man. It's fucking funny. Like, it's just entertaining. The yeah. fact that, you, yeah, the fact that you completely ruined stand up comedy for an entire fucking thing. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's hilarious. That's You're funny. like, dude, that's fucking hilarious, dude. That's, like, that's pretty funny. A normal person's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Like, <laughs> that's not funny at all. And you're like, no, that's yeah, a, this whole situation is hilarious, dude. I think they would be. I think if, like, if, Bill and Rome, or even you, I don't I think they'd be fine. Who? I, like, not uh, to Yeah, they'd be fine. As long yeah. as they knew what they were billing. As long as they could attract the right audience. Well, I know that, like, um, at one point, the funny bone, like, uh, what's-his-face was mad because they uh, had uh, Louis C.K. 
Uh, we don't use the guy that was Matt's name on the show. Yeah, but yeah. he was just like, oh, a, he's still mad about that to this day. It's like, bro, like, he's, and then who else was it that they that he, they had up there? It was um, it was the midget because he got Brad Williams or whatever. He no, got accused no. of something. And no, it wasn't him. It was the dude who was in the Deadpool movie. Who's that? Oh, dude? I know who I know who you're talking. TJ about. Miller. Yeah, yeah, TJ Miller. Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TJ Miller. Yeah, 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 TJ Miller. And he was on there too. And then like he was he, he, oh, was, he was accused of like raping some girl though, wasn't he or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, I, it was something. So, it was something. Uh, I don't know exactly lines. what it was, but it was more yeah. serious than Louis C.K.'s. Thing. It was, bro. Like yeah. people need to get off Louis' back, bro. Yeah, like, yeah honestly, yeah, yeah. Like, Louis was creepy, but at the end of the day, they said yes. Show canceled. Like, man. They did say yes, though. That's the thing. Like that's the that's the kicker is that like a lot he. He told the he asked women if he could do it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And they said yes, and then he, he did it. He got his blowback, man. Like the show got canceled, and he doesn't really do like big. Fucking he doesn't do stadiums shit, anymore. Big stuff yeah. anymore. Yeah, people so need like, to let it go. It's yeah. yeah. I mean, he said, "Can I masturbate in front of you?" Now, did he probably use his position of power to get that? Would they have just said yes to some random dude? Probably not. But you can still say no. He didn't pin him down. He didn't lock him in the room. It wasn't like the. The Weinstein dude, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's not so. I mean, it's like at the end of the day, it is what it is. But the, I remember the individual you're you're talking about, he was going after Don Seeger about it. And he said to Don, he's like, Well, would you book Bill Cosby? And Don was like, If Bill Cosby wanted to come perform in my bar in Council Bluffs in front of 25 people, yes, I would book Bill Cosby. <laughs> he goes, he's like, Yes. No, you have to think about it. This is gonna sound bad, but like. I know, like, I know Bill Cosby trying to get back on tour now, but, like, yeah. I know there's, like, been some, uh, some repercussions, not repercussions, but, like, it's been a little slow to get going because of no, for obvious reasons. Him, yeah. But, um, but you, you can't sit up here and lie and act like Bill Cosby would not do numbers right oh, now. Oh, yeah. And a tour because people won't want to know yeah. what he's going to say. They'd be curious. If he dropped a special, I'd watch it. Yeah. I, wa- I want to see him That's address it. Everybody, everybody, I would watch it. A lot of folks would watch it because they want, even people who are like, I will never support Bill Cosby again. Y'all watching it. They're still watching it. Yeah. Because yeah. they want, they're curious. It's they're more for cur- science than humor, but they, they still want to see it. They want to know what he's going to say. Now they going to watch it and then critique it the whole way through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you're going to sit up here and watch it. Like, don't sit up here and lie. You know what I'm saying? But, like, Bill yeah. Cosby's uh, also an extreme compared to Louis. Yeah, Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking that, to serial rapists. Like, that's uh, that's, like, that's kind of like apples and oranges yeah, right there. That's, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, but it's like when when Pete Davidson dropped his special. Did you watch that? No, I didn't see it. Well, it, don't watch it. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> he Was it not good? It was. I fell asleep. Is it the same one? Is it the one where he talks about Louis C.K.? No, it's a new one. He so he got he caught a bunch of shit because he addressed the Ariana Grande thing and made fun of her. And people were like Pete Davidson just needs to move on. I'm like, didn't she name a song after him? She meant, yeah, she was I, talking about I, him. I feel he song. has a right to tell a joke about her yeah. when she's yeah. made like four songs that have mentioned his name. Like, you have I to feel- also keep in mind that like Ariana Grande got like very toxic fans. Yeah, I oh, should yeah, probably she bleep does. that she does. before people come after me, <laughs> bro. People, oh, <laughs> <She got laughs> yeah, okay, no, okay. Here's the Her thing. fans are so toxic they freaking suicide bomber concerts. Today. They're, like... they're Ariana Grande <laughs> killed Mac Miller. I'm gonna. They're... Oh come, come on, man! No, come on, come on, man! <laughs> Joe Biden. No, uh, fan bases are like literally like cults, bro. They're the worst. They are cults. 
I know this no, because yeah. <laughs> um, I did a joke. Uh, I was uh, I was on TikTok, and I was like, um, "Here's some rappers who have the worst fan bases, right?" And as it was like, and I mentioned uh, Nicki Minaj fans because they are very intense. Like that, they, all I was saying was, "Is that if you." It doesn't even have to be something personal. No. Just say, oh, I don't like her music because of this. Yep. And they will and they will make it personal. And so then as a part of the joke, I read one, I read some lyrics by her that were like really not that good to begin with. Yeah. And I purposely chose some of her worst lyrics as my as the punchline. And I swear to you, bro, when I tell you, you would have thought. That I like. There's so many things that you can mention about Nicki Minaj that are bad. The fact that you know she is married and has a child with a sex offender. You know what I'm saying? It's just like yeah. you can mention so many things about her. I just said her music, and folks were just like, you know, they were like uh, talking about someone wrote in the comment section in Arabic, translated, "God will kill you." <laughs> <laughs> folks were coming after me, bro. They're like. We're trying to get his account banned and uh, took <laughs> it down. They went on my personal page and they were calling my uh, my IG because you can call people on Instagram. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm not picking this up. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Dude, it, it's like, so funny they said it's in Arabic, man, because like I'm in a lot of like Internet communities that are mm -hmm. like world. Like people forget that like on the Internet, it ain't just America, man. Like, yeah. they're, they're, yeah. They got Internet in fucking like the slums in Brazil, you know, Somalia. What I mean? so, yeah. Like, yeah, dude. The most racist people I have ever fucking like yeah. read shit from on the Internet are all from the fucking Middle East. Dude. Yeah, bro. They were, they were going crazy on my video. And here's the here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. You kept Nicki up, Minaj right? actually saw the video. Damn. She saw the video and then she liked the comments responding to me. <laughs> That's why they do it, dude. So then the next video I posted, folks were like, yeah, Nicki hates you. Nicki saw your video and she hates you now. I'm just like, you got Nicki ain't thinking about me. No, Nicki's over it. Yeah. Like Nicki, bro, Nicki saw it, liked a couple comments and then like went out about yeah. her day, bro. Like if I were to walk past Nicki Minaj right now, she would not even remember. She's not gonna be like, you that guy off of TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, like, <laughs> you that bitch ass talking shit. <laughs> like, those are people that truly, truly have nothing going for them. Man, I'm like I can't, there's no celebrity on earth. You would have to insult my mother to get me that upset. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like make a video like that. Like there's no, there's no, there's celebrities Imagine like musicians there's some I video like. out there, Caleb, like got like, you know, 100 to 200,000 views of somebody just talking shit about your mom. On they got pictures of her that ain't actually even her. On yeah. It's like, like, they just pulled up some cool. stuff off of Google images. Yeah. Like, Look at I know that lady, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I remember I did, I got kicked off Twitter years ago. I think I was in high school because I used to actually like my Twitter game was on par like i had like ten thousand followers and mm -hmm. like back then and like i was a nobody like that was before people could like buy followers and shit and uh i remember i tweeted i said one of beyonce's albums went went viral and i said let me piss off three demographics of people right now so i said beyond or it went platinum excuse me i said beyonce is the first transgender to go multi-platinum since michael jackson and i had the <laughs> trannies after me i had the beehive after me and i had the michael jackson fans after me <laughs> that is so funny <laughs>
That's funny. I don't I, know. I just I don't take that stuff personally because at the end I. of the, like, like I, there are celebrities that I like. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And but don't get me wrong, man. If you a fan of Nicki Minaj, man, and you think her music is good, like you're free to disagree. Right. But all I just said was, well, I don't think she's lyrical because of this. And I was making a joke, and like folks was like, folks were taking that way too. Like per, folks were like, for sure, we're gonna find your address and we're gonna da 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 da. I'm just like, bro, none like, of them are doing that. It's not off. that big of a deal, bro. Like it's just music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, there are people that are like, um. Who's an artist? I okay, like, for example, I'm a Kanye West fan. If people don't like Kanye West, I'm not going to be like, you. Right. No, it's like, all right, well, cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, dude, especially like right now, like Kanye just dropped a new album like, what, like a couple weeks ago or something mm-hmm. like that. I'll be asking people, like, yo, you listen to that new Kanye album? And they're like, oh, I don't listen to Kanye because like, of whatever. And I'm like, uh, all right. Like, okay, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Kanye's away from the succubus now, though, so I think I think it's he's gonna improve in his his music. In did you did you listen to his new album, David? I did. I have yeah. Well, I didn't listen to all of it because it's twenty seven songs. I'm just yeah, like, dude. Shit. I'll, I'll, I'll he, get, he got I'll, the entire rap industry. Exactly. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll get I'll I'll get around it soon. <laughs> it, it reminds me. It reminds me a lot of like when he released that uh, that one like summer album, like back in like twenty twelve. You yeah. remember where he mm-hmm. got like fucking a hundred featuring artists on yeah. it? Yeah. And I feel like he, I feel like he lost a bunch of money in the divorce. So he just had to like come out with like this hype album that make a bunch of money. Yeah, quick. I mean, I mean, I mean, he, he, he honestly, Kanye really don't have to like do music anymore. He's a billionaire based off yeah. simply off of those shoes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people like He's really, running for president, man. man. And he wants to be president. So, <laughs> so I don't know, like, um, but that's the thing is like every time, like, uh, like I would bring up his music and like the only time I will have debates about like Kanye West is like, I'll have music debates. Just friendly debates, but folks yeah. be taking you're not doxing people on yeah, the internet. Folks be like taking yeah. that stuff way too yeah. seriously. But never, I, never on the internet because it's like I don't fucking man. know these people. Yeah, like, and, yeah. The, the, folks' reasons for it uh, for not liking Kanye is so this like like well he likes Donald Trump. I'm just like bro, we're talking about music. He ran against Donald Trump. You don't run. <laughs> you don't run against someone you like. I'm just like I'm just like too with Kanye. I'm like the dude's like really schizophrenic man, and like he was off his fucking or uh, really bipolar. I mean, yeah, bipolar, like yeah. he was off his meds his when meds, like, all yeah. that was going. I'm like, dude, y'all are always like fucking preaching like, oh, you know, mental health, mental safety, health like, matters. Yeah, and like that. oh, and yeah, mental health matters and shit. I'm like, yeah, and then this guy does this real high profile thing when he's off his bipolar yeah. meds, and now mm-hmm. it's like. Nah, man, he knew what he was doing. Well, like, I mean, uh, I th- I heard a quote somewhere. So the only di- or the only separation between insanity and genius is success. You know, I, yeah. I felt I felt that was very deep. But uh, we all got to be a little crazy to be creative and stuff. Oh, but, absolutely. But like yeah. that, I so I thought he was joking about the the president thing. Like oh. I thought it was like, <laughs> but like he sat down with Rogan for like five hours, and I was like, oh my god, he's yeah. serious. He's, oh, I mean, he's, dude, he's when you hear him talking that. to Rogan too, you're like, yeah, this guy's like a little nuts. Like he he was a little nuts, but you can tell he's intelligent because the way yeah. he's able. So it, it was weird because him and Alex Jones, when they both were on Rogan, like at different times, obviously. The, the, you can tell that they're both they're crazy, but they're intelligent individuals because the way they can break situations down and analyze them mm-hmm. in a way that a lot of people can't. And it, it, they're, they're, they have intelligent, thought out answers to things. A little nuts, but they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're, I think their brains 
work yeah, at a higher I, I like degree. I like Alex Jones, man. He's funny, <laughs> funny right? He's I don't, I don't think intelligence and like fucking sanity are necessarily kind of on the same string. No, you know what I mean? They're kind of no. like different things. So Alex crazy Jones, dumb people and crazy smart people. So. Alex Jones is like, I, I used to listen to InfoWars when I was in high school. I get like, you know, you get your weed and you listen to InfoWars. Mm-hmm. He talks about how 9-11 was an inside job. And, <laughs> and like they're making frogs gay. And yeah, stuff. they're turning the frogs gay. And <laughs> I was like, this dude is hilarious, bro. I liked when he went on, uh, did you ever see when he went on Piers Morgan? Oh, no, I did not see that. And he started just like, they were going on to debate gun control because it was right after one of the shootings. And Alex Jones goes on and he just starts screaming at Piers Morgan. He's like, 1776 will commence again, Piers. And he's like, he's like, why don't you have me back in here with a boxing ring and I'll wear red, white, and blue and you can wear your Jolly Roger. (laughs) By the end of it, it was like a 20 minute segment. Mm -hmm. And by the end of it, Alex Jones was like, oh, yes, I can speak in this accent as well. And he's like, (laughs) <laughs> he just went fucking ape shit on him bro like he was... embodies basically like like a a conservative on the internet bro yeah he is yeah. he really he's really like a, the conservative personality but like in real life because that's not um, how they are in real life that's no. just like how they act online yeah <laughs> man honestly it just kind of depends because like i don't know like i've grew up with I grew up like around like both sides, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I grew up around like, you know, like liberals and I grew up around like conservatives. Right. And so you can always tell a person on who they voted for based off of like kind of looking at their Facebook profile. Yeah, picture. you can. I'm not even going to lie. Like for some reason, like you can just tell like, <laughs> oh, yeah. if they got the sunglasses, they've almost always voted for Trump. Sunglasses oh. and hat taken in their front seat. Or, or like yeah. one, one of their profile pictures is of an, uh, a bald eagle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, if, but if they've got the, the flip side, if they've got like a mask in the profile picture or the, the stay home, save lives. Yep. I'm vaccinated. Are you right? Like, yeah. It's like, like, Oh boy, here we are. You know where this is going. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 uh, I was talking, uh, we never dated. We got close to dating. I was talking to a girl who was, uh, who was like, like that a lot. And it was so like, like with the COVID shit, n- not like with the, co- she was just, she was very, um, she was a, like a hardcore feminist. Oh, uh, she was, you know, she, described herself she was just like i'm kind of like uh i'm i'm lib you know i'm I'm like lib what like you're a liberal like you know could you use the whole word please like like she and we were complete polar opposites yeah i don't even know how we got that far into talking yeah you know what i'm saying the only reason why we probably didn't even like date each other for real for real is because like we were just both so busy with like you know kind of schedules and stuff like that like she she was getting i think i mentioned it one time on stage like she actually uh works for the city you know what i'm saying so she was getting yeah she was getting ready uh to start her job working for the city so like we wouldn't really have much time to date anyway but like yeah. she used to be getting so mad at me for like things just like because i would yeah i don't know i always just like would challenge all the stuff that she would say because she was like very like kind of oh i see that uh you know, I, I think this was around. Uh, I went to my homie DC's uh, birthday party. She's like, "Oh, you went to went to a birthday party during a pandemic with no mask, huh?" <laughs> Damn right, I did. Did you have fun? I was like, "Yeah, I did. I did. And I, I did have fun." <laughs> yes. And she would get mad. She'd just be like, 
the, <laughs> see the, the thing with people that are that extreme either to the right or to the left is they haven't experienced life a lot because yeah. you real the more you experience life i used to be hardline like libertarian right like yeah. no government whatsoever mm-hmm. like the more you experience life and shit yeah the more you come toward the center because you realize there's just a Seriously. lot of gray area yeah. everywhere like it's mm-hmm. a, you know it, 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 anyone that's that hard left right libertarian yeah. anarchist whatever is it's someone who hasn't doesn't have a lot of they're either sheltered or they haven't had a lot of experience in life because it's nothing is like nothing the the reality is that the truth is always somewhere in the center and Mm -hmm. they're full-blown communism and unfettered capitalism neither of those are the answer to anything right Mm -hmm. like those will only create more (laughs) issues than they solve so i mean anyone like that i wouldn't want to be in a relationship with someone like that because if they're extreme on on political shit they're going to be extreme on personal shit man yeah if they're really extreme on political shit it's probably because they're really ignorant about a lot of stuff yeah they're probably not intelligent on a lot of things oh yeah like um i'm she she blocked me she blocked me for like uh oh, yeah. on social media because like, <laughs> it was something really stupid. Like like I was agreeing what she said. We were talking about like uh I mean it was a touchy subject. We were talking about like sexual assault and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff that she said, I said yes. I said that's true. I said but don't you feel like the women who lie about that should at least face some type of prison time? Right. Because that's a very serious thing oh, to accuse someone's someone life. Yeah. yeah. And so I said, yeah, people that- don't even have to get like, in, uh, you know, convicted of it, but they'll still lose their job. And, and they'll still lose their jobs. So, yeah. they're, they're done. They're Especially if they're out of college. college. Yeah. Like, their their uh, lives will, their lives will be over. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And like, and I said, if that's the case, I'm like, this person needs to be facing prison time. And this person who had to deal with this be restitution, like yeah. there, there has to be some type of something has to be done for this person. Yeah. Financial yeah. compensation or something. And I said, you have to, I'm like, you can't, you, you have to at least admit that in some moments, not all moments, but in some moments, the court can be very unfair against men, especially in child custody, especially so, yeah. in child custody. And I was just explaining and she, no, 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 no. I'm yeah. like, I said, I didn't say that the stuff doesn't exist. I'm not saying that women don't receive their fair. Oh, for sure. Their, they their, do. their fair yeah. uh, share of discrimination yeah. about that. But I said, but you can't act like it's just one sided or whatever. And then she just shut down and I didn't hear from her for like almost like two weeks. And then like, so then I, so then when we finally talked, she was just like, yeah, so I, I blocked you. Cause I was mad. Okay. I was just like, I was like, mad about what? I was right. like, I was agreeing with you. Like, I literally said, I agree with you. All I'm just saying is this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. At that point, I knew I'm like, man, this, I don't know about this. That's well, like, I, I remember I was like 18, 19, and I was seeing this girl briefly, and she, she was pretty hard left, right? Like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember it was some abortion law got passed or something, and she was upset about it. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I agree with you. And like, I think it's bullshit. And she's like, she she said something. She's like, I know you're just saying that. Like, no, like I I agree. I I, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think it should be illegal either. Mm. And then she just like it, eventually it just devolved to her yelling bumper stickers at me. She's my body, my choice. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm like, you know what? I agree with you, but at this point, I just want to start arguing for the fucking hell of it. Like, you know what the best the best thing to do is with people like that and I've, I've discovered this is to when they're really hard pro like or pro choicers yeah. is to completely agree with everything that they say 
and then also to, uh, ask them to con conclude that abortion should be illegal, and then also they should make it to where child support shouldn't have to yeah, be that, paid that's, too. Yeah, that's where it comes out. Yeah, <laughs> every because every argument that they they say like the my body my choice, and then you're like, yeah, exactly, and my money my choice, right? Yeah, like, that was Dave Chappelle said that. <laughs> yeah, was Dave, if you can abort them, we can at least yeah, abandon them. Abandon. Oh yeah, he that did was, say that. that was Dave yeah, yeah. That, it was. Uh, it was. I mean, yeah, I I think that's the fair way to do it because like yeah. the. There are men that get women pregnant and the girl goes behind his back and gets an abortion and he's devastated, yeah. you know, and that's shitty. So at the same time, but he doesn't have a say in it. That's fine. She doesn't have a say in it. He pays child support. I have no issue with that. That's, that, that's <laughs> fair. Because like, some of this, man, oh my God, bro. Like some of that stuff, like you heard what happened to that freaking athlete, that kid. Uh-oh. I forgot what his name was. was he a football um, player? Huh? Basketball player? I think he's a basketball player. Oh, okay. And... There was this IG model. Her name is Brittany Renner. Right? Oh, she's fucking toxic. You she's Google, a problem. Google yeah. this woman. This woman is like, she is the Michael Jordan of thoughts. Yeah. Bro, like she is a, like a complete, like, yeah. Her and her and Mia Khalifa are right? fucking succubuses. And yeah. so this woman prides herself. She like, she, she don't, she don't hide the fact that she's a hoe. She like literally boasts about it. And so she was grooming this dude since he was like uh, early college or whatever. And then when he got that big NBA paycheck, you know what I'm saying? She basically just, just got pregnant by this dude. Yeah. And now is demanding, I think it's like all $300,000 monthly for child support. Jesus. Men got to think about these things though, man. Like, especially someone like that, who it's public. That's the problem, man, is, is dudes don't think when it comes to pussy, man. They no, don't dudes fucking think. The, the problem is weakness. Dude, your dick will always win against your brain. Man. In, in that, when you're that young, when you're a fucking 18-year-old college kid, your dick will always beat your brain. The problem is, is like with like these guys, when you see somebody that's like, you know, on like the television on uh, the award shows, social media. Yeah. And you're like, yo, I used to watch, like, I used to watch this person on TV and now she wants to sleep with me. Right, yeah. Yo, I'm balling. I'm right. a man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look, I got, look all this game I got. Yeah. I'm able to bag Amber Rose or whoever. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, and then they be confused when then they, they no longer want anything to do with them, but now you have to pay 200,000 for child support. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like they ain't thinking because they just they're so excited at the fact that, what? oh, somebody wants me. Oh, I'm from Nebraska. And all of a sudden, Brittany Renner, who's not from Nebraska, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying wants me like, oh, man, look at me, man. What I'm a man? What kind of shit are they buying for their baby that costs 200 grand a month? That's what not I want baby, Not baby stuff. I can tell you somebody that has a kid, man, ain't right. buying baby stuff. Oh, yeah, my baby needs sunlight, so we need to go to Cancun <laughs> yeah, once, that's, that's, yeah. once every gotta, two weeks. The vitamin D levels. Oh, yeah. Say. Oh, my. I need to take my baby to daycare, so I got to drive it in a fucking Rolls Royce. Yeah, I need a Rolls is. Royce to take my baby to daycare. I did, yeah. yeah, that's a, it's, it's the safest car on the market. Do you not care about his safety? Right. Like, <laughs> my, my my kid needs to get you know and learn its alphabets and its arithmetic so instead of watching sesame street we're actually going to bring the actors yeah, in we're and then sesame. we're going to have a puppet show right don't you care about the child's education <laughs> like what the they, hell? they say like i don't know if the cost has gone up the last time i heard it it's like the the, the cost of to raise a kid from zero to 18 of just all the costs of taking care of the kid is 75 grand Jesus over Christ. the kid's lifetime oh over the kid's <sighs> lifetime that's 18 years straight 
No, it don't stop. It don't stop at no eighteen though. Yeah, but because no, that, that's like, where it does in child support though. Gotcha. 18, yeah, yeah, in child support. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, because like when you get past eighteen years old, man, like that don't. I think like that's the stupid thing that like a lot of like parents and stuff are like uh, under this. Uh, new parents are under this kind of fallacy that like, oh, as soon as they hit eighteen, I don't have to deal with them anymore. It's like, no, bro, yeah, no, no, they're gonna keep asking you. Yeah. Dude, Gen Z lives in the is expected to live with their parents for longer than any other generation and i don't blame them like it's if you can stay at home and save fucking money do it like especially in your 20s i don't think i've met a single person at college that doesn't live with their parents like yeah even people that like 22 23 and seriously especially in college even if you're 22 23 24 fucking stay at home if you can and i know you want to get out in the world i get that but dude it also depends on like what exactly you're doing at the, at the moment. Too. Yeah. Cause if you just sitting around being a slob, bro, then that, nah, bro, yeah. nah, you got to get up out of here. I mean, if you got, if you've got actual goals and shit, yeah. like if you're going to school or you're doing whatever, I, I have no issue with someone saying, but yeah, if you're just, that's the funny around. thing is most people, I, they got a word for those kind of people that call them neats, but neats. yeah, neats. So just the people that sit around and like fucking watch porn and play video games all day <laughs> in the basement. Like, I mean, everybody knows like one person like that. Sure. But you know the funny thing is, is, most of the young people ain't like that, man. They're like actually out there hustling and that fucking working. Honestly, yeah. bro, like it's a yeah. my bad. It's, it's a it's a like um, it's it's a misconception. You know what I'm saying? That like a lot of the, like these younger kids are just like they're, and don't and don't get me wrong. There are a lot of like younger kids that be like, bro, what are you on right now? Yeah, you know what I'm saying like you you acting stupid. But then there's a lot of them who are not like that who are yeah. actually like trying to make things work. I think because folks be acting like if you call out like gen z like if you call someone gen z that that's like an insult no as if there weren't bad people that are like in every era right especially (laughs) the boomers yeah like folks acting like boomers are just like oh i'm jesus christ levitating above all you i I love like i love the arrogance of boomers like i'm a millennial i want to buy a home in the next two three years right i want so i i will make jokes about how i want the housing market to drop like a lead balloon because it affect like it affects me in a positive way right yeah. i don't want to pay two hundred thousand dollars for a house that ain't worth it in five oh, years yeah, yeah. pray pray and every day for the housing crash the dude. boomers <laughs> the boomers will come you obviously you don't own property i'm like yeah clearly that's why i want it to drop <laughs> yes. Exactly. I, yes there's people out there that don't own property and won't benefit from it yeah being, actually like, there's a lot of people out and there they're like, like i'll get called selfish and i'm like i yeah you we're all selfish it's self-interest that's what fucking you're drives selfish. this country you're selfish for not wanting exactly to like yeah. you know for wanting your assets to increase that's fine you we're know, both being that, selfish that's the thing, like because like, they they want you to go through the same bs that they had to go through they didn't really they, go that, through that much the though BS, they got yeah, lucky the BS they went through ain't that bad because like yeah. they went they grew up and shit when the fucking economy was like the best it's ever yeah, been. yeah. Like, well they had the best economy the interest rates were nothing mm-hmm. they got a house for fifty thousand dollars on a 30-year mortgage and a fifty thousand dollar house in 2021 is a shed right a, like, a lot of them had a lot of them had when they were at like a right before fucking retirement age too, yeah. had the recession happen yep where property values were able to drop and the ones that weren't affected were able to fucking buy a bunch of it yep mm-hmm. and stuff because of the drops yep. and stuff i'm like dude you well, guys like literally had history given to you on a fucking silver spoon seriously dude. college was a thousand dollars a year like you can oh. get a college degree for nothing 
it, it, back when the boomers were like, oh, it's, that it's, would be so lovely. medical care was nothing like it you know it, you, it wasn't five grand if you mm-hmm. had to, if you broke your arm and went to the er like it was a fucking not, not everything was easy they had like vietnam and shit like that so it's not i'm not making it sound like the whole thing was a walk in the park but compared yeah and the other issue is the boomers are the first generation that hasn't downsized so like every previous generation as they got older if they had rental properties or whatever, they'd sell them because they didn't want to have to manage it. Sure. They would move to condos, retirement homes, apartments, et cetera, smaller homes because they didn't have a family in it to raise anymore. Mm-hmm. The boomers are the only group that is hoarded property. So as they've retired, they've just purchased more properties sure. and they hire people to manage them and do the maintenance. So they don't have to do anything, mm-hmm. but they've hoarded properties. So that's they, the first like generation. Macro, macro economic, economists have done like scientific studies and stuff to prove that like boomers hold like the most amount of wealth in any other any other generation in like american history so mm-hmm. it's like no there, there's like actual like science that backs up these claims we're not just being like fucking well, mad at you guys like the the article i read about that it was like what was the solution for the boomers hoarding the property and it basically just said they all have to die <laughs> it, was, it was like it, it's not gonna I be mean, solved yeah. until they die that was basically what it said like, i mean Man, every generation got like something, you know what I'm saying? Like by the time that like all us millennials are like old and stuff like yeah. that, like we're gonna be like, well, the, the you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's like no, it, it oh everyone has like you know their vices. I mean, I definitely admit that like Gen Z do be like a little annoying sometimes, yeah, but it's just like but it, it's not fucking no not that bad. 50 years from now, our grandkids will be like, Well, you guys didn't have to pay $76 for a tank of gas or for a <laughs> gallon of gas. They'd be like, Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely fucking right. right. That's right. I yeah, miss those right. guys. <laughs> I, I get sad just as much as you do, man. Well, I miss well. a year ago when it was like a buck fifty to put gas in my tank. Yeah. Like now it's like fucking take out a second mortgage to get it it feels oh like goodness man and it don't feel like it it don't even feel like it lasts that much no longer either, it, i feel man. like it's i feel like it lasts less i feel like they fuck because somebody tweeted they're like name one thing joe biden's done since he took office and somebody said apparently he invented a new type of gas because this shit's three times more expensive right. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, i've always imagined like joe biden's presidency is like how it feels when you're 20 <laughs> Yeah, no shit. Like you just sit there, you can't go nowhere. Yeah. You're just like, uh, yeah. What do you, what do you guys want to go play? play you ain't, you ain't, like, you're not really self sufficient, although yeah. you feel like you should be. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> I, was, I was watching the, the NFL pregame this morning, and I think Joe Biden and Phil Sims are the same person. Like, have you ever seen the body language and the stupid shit that comes out of their mouths mm-hmm. and like the voices, even? They're the, the, I, I think they're the same person, but we just did like an hour and a half. We should probably yeah. wrap it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we have. Yeah, oh, we did a yeah, long fucking dude. time. Dang. We'll have you on again. Do you have anything you want to plug before we peace? Um, nothing right now at the moment. I mean, I'm working and stuff. Uh, man, that was horrible. Let me think of something I need to plug. Oh, uh, I have a, uh, I have an album out called Canvas. Uh, yeah, on all platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, under the uh, name De Marino, D E I M O R E N O. Outside of that, man, just working. Got a, I'm working on a brand new film, so uh, in the middle of filming that right now. So you Fuck know, yeah. it's coming soon. So. Fuck yeah. Yes, sir.
All right. Well, it's been a pleasure, my dude. Yes. Thank you, you for having me, guys. It was yeah, fun. That, well, that hour, hour and a half went by. Like, it went by really quick, right? man. For real. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> God, yeah. He could have been our Kanye or Alex Jones. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right. Well, we'll see you guys later. Peace, Peace. the fuck out. Peace. Deuces, y'all.